Faith, Hope and Love, episode 235, the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. I have a saying, and I truly believe this, whenever you're doing a thing that is right and good, inevitably someone will come along and tell you to stop. We must ignore them, or as Jesus did, see their opposition for what it really is. Fear. They feel threatened, so we have to keep going as Jesus did. Our Lord is the ultimate example of this complete faithfulness to the vision of his Father. His enemies knew that there was only one way they could stop him from proclaiming and living his good news message of inclusion, justice and love and mercy, and that was to destroy him, to kill him, and in doing so to discredit his message. But the word of God in Jesus cannot be silenced and it rose up again alive, showing once and for all that the opposing forces of lies, injustice and violence, while real and dangerous, were ultimately empty threats that would be defeated by Christ and his gospel. This is Faith, Hope and Love. The Lord is the strength of his people, a saving refuge for the one he has anointed. Save your people, Lord, and bless your heritage, and govern them for ever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone. Welcome to this twelfth Sunday of Ordinary Time in Year A. And so, brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins first, so as to prepare ourselves worthily to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Have mercy on us, O Lord, for we have sinned against you. Show us, O Lord, your mercy, and grant us your salvation. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good. Jesus Christ.
Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name, for you never deprive of your guidance those you set firm on the foundation of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah cried out, I hear many whispering, terror is all around. Denounce him, let us denounce him. All my close friends are watching for me to stumble. Perhaps he can be enticed and we can prevail against him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a dread warrior. Therefore my persecutors will stumble and they will not prevail. They will be greatly shamed for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonour will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, you test the righteous, you see the heart and the mind. Let me see your retribution upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hands of evildoers. The Word of the Lord Lord, in your great love, answer me. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers and alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house and taunts against you fall on me. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favour. In your great love answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Lord, answer, for your love is kind, in your compassion turn towards me. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy, and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. Lord, in your great love, answer me. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, just as sin came into the world through one man and death came through sin, so death spread to all people because all have sinned. Sin was indeed in the world before the law, but sin is not reckoned when there is no law. Yet death exercised dominion from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sins were not like the transgression of Adam, who is a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died through the one man's trespass, much more surely have the grace of God and the free gift 
in the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Spirit of Truth will bear witness to me, says the Lord, and you also will be my witness. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 10, verses 26 to 33. Jesus said to his apostles, Fear no one, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before humans... I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before humans, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord There is a new sensation that has snuck into our lives in recent months, and the sensation is called fear. While it's not all COVID-19 related, the pandemic seems to have been the catalyst for people to be on edge and clearly anxious. Whether it be the reliance on daily information, the confusion around contrary health directives, or just the concern about what, why and how this is all happening to us at this point of time, we don't really know. Generally, we're not a fearful people here in Australia. Certainly, We're not immune to the major issues of the world, but mostly we're a people who face the problem and get on with life. This lingering uncertainty seems to have worn down our resistance and fed our anxiety. These days I hear of people fearful of travelling overseas or going to a crowded supermarket, fearful that their normally secure jobs may be in jeopardy. And sadly, we've become suspicious of other people who don't come from our background. The lack of certainty that we crave has been replaced by a form of intimidation by forces beyond our sight and control. And some of us have become lured into becoming a what-if people instead of a what-is. Some people have commented that they'll never travel overseas again. They are too afraid. And we here in the lucky country have been bred to believe that there's nothing we should be afraid of. Certainly, we've been protected from many of the concerns of life that other countries have and are experiencing. But being free from fear is something that we take for granted, unless we understand that many people in our world fear something every day. 
particularly those who live in the shadow of violence, uncertainty of employment, poverty, severe illness, homelessness, loneliness and death. These are genuine fears that cannot be dismissed with a kind word or a shoulder to cry on. But there's another fear that has crept into our society in more recent times, and that is the fear of insecurity. We ask ourselves, what will happen to us if we don't protect our lifestyle and our future? Will someone or something take away our choices and our liberty, and we'll be powerless against it? What we really fear is powerlessness and intimidation. Of course, this fear is not a new phenomenon. Three times in today's Gospel, Jesus reminds his followers not to be fearful as they anticipate what might happen to them as they prepare to take their message on the road. Reading their concerns, Jesus appears to have a strong voice against intimidation. He doesn't disguise the truth that his disciples will be confronted by those who will threaten, bully and intimidate them into a submissive agreement. His advice is clear. Not only does he not want his disciples to refuse to submit to the merchants of death, he tells them not to be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, he says. Now if you believe deep down that you are worthless, there's no point in trying to defend anything. Anyone can intimidate those who feel worthless. But if you believe that what you are and what you stand for add up to some worth, then you should be willing to take on those who would rubbish you and your values. He argues that the Father cares deeply for the true disciple, the one who sticks to their values. Now this is Jesus' real point. Our worth before God is more powerful than any other force. That sense of worth can outdistance the hate of all of our oppressors. And that's why Jesus, Jeremiah and the Christian martyrs can face their persecution with an awesome courage. They all know their true worth and therefore can never really be killed. God's everlasting love is the only real offer that they can never refuse. Similarly for Jeremiah, who has been abandoned by his friends and thrown into prison for his preaching, he is threatened with death if he does not recant and reject his beliefs. But he refuses to be bullied into going against what he believes to be true because he believes the Lord is at my side, a mighty hero, he claims. What keeps him sane amidst all his persecution and intimidation is the profound belief that God cares for him. The fear of an unknown future we now experience may not be one of terror or persecution, but it can still be felt when we come face to face with those who oppose our beliefs or criticise our life of faith. Holding on to a strong faith in the face of fear is never easy, but we have the constant example of those who've coped with even greater adversity than we are dealing with presently. The belief that God, who has given us so much already, will not abandon us now when we feel we might need him most. And therein lies our greatest worth and our strength. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. 
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. God's love is ever-present. Knowing that love, we now pray. For the Pilgrim Church, that we may always imitate the forgiveness that Christ showed, Christ who is the new Adam. Lord, hear us. For those overcome with fear, that they may trust the Lord's guidance each moment of their lives. Lord, hear us, for our environment, especially on this fifth anniversary of Pope Francis's Laudate Si', calling us to protect and preserve God's gift of our environment, that we will respect and protect the creation given to us. Lord, hear us, for our Eucharistic community, near and far, that we will always have the courage to openly declare our faith in Jesus. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For those who have lived and died in Christ, that they may now share in his eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Loving God, because you care for us, we are confident to place these petitions before you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity 
cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive, O Lord, the sacrifice of conciliation and praise, and grant that cleansed by its action we may make offering of a heart pleasing to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery, he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, 
giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, his assistant Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen.
May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The Communion Antiphon The eyes of all look to you, Lord, and you give them food in due season. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Renewed and nourished by the sacred body and precious blood of your Son, we ask of your mercy, O Lord, that what we celebrate with constant devotion may be our sure pledge of redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. My heartfelt thanks to you all for your participation in this time of worship, reflection, prayer and praise. And I hope you've got a wonderful week coming up. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy.
Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, music by Paul Kelly, Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. This day.